Welcome to Making It at an Opera, a podcast about what it really means to find your voice and use it. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Kuhlman. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the second season of Making It in Opera. When I first decided I was going to stop trying to make it an opera, I felt so lost. It was like I had been paddling out to the middle of the ocean, so sure of my destination and willing to work my arms to death for it, and then I just dropped my oars in the water and threw my compass in after it. I had to figure out what I was about when I wasn't trying to get other people to see me, know me, understand me, validate me. It's like that strange stillness before the storm. That time where you have to face everything you've done till now and wonder if it was worth it. For the second season, I wanted to go dig into that moment. What do we do in that strange stillness while life is still whirling past us and we're wondering where we fit into it now that we don't have this clearly defined goal anymore? For me, I had to do two things. Heal and recalibrate. By healing, I mean healing from every time you've started to think of yourself as a faulty piece of a machine and not a complete human expressing emotion, telling a story through art. So every time you've told yourself that someone else's opinions or expectations matter more than your own, every time you didn't feel like you could say what needed to be said or do what needed to be done because you were afraid you would come off as difficult and not be hired again. Every time you thought something was wrong with you, too thick, too thin, too tall, too short, you didn't know enough, you didn't have enough resources, you weren't working hard enough, or you were working too hard. Every time you believed that other people had to give you permission to be who you already are. An artist, a singer, a speaker of truth, a person who tells stories, a person who heals other people with music and with words. Because that's who you are. And it's important. The truth is, This way of thinking that puts the authority anywhere but in our own hands is squandering our potential as artists, and it's stifling our art form. It is holding us all back, and to top it off, it fucking hurts. When we think that way, when we put all the answers outside of ourselves, we lose track of our own inner voice, of our own inner purpose. We're so busy asking for permission or trying to fit into the boxes prepared for us that we honestly don't know who we are or what we want. And we are no longer making art in response to our experience. I think a fundamental flaw of opera and classical music is that we're so precious about it. We're so obsessed with getting it right that we forget that we're the ones creating it. We forget that the art form is there as a set of tools to express emotion, to explain and amplify an experience, and yes, to entertain. It is not there to be worshipped or replicated. 
So healing is what happens when we are able to see ourselves in our wholeness, when it stops being about proving that we're enough because we've realized that we are, when we look at all of the times we haven't had our own back and we forgive ourselves. When we see our flaws and stop thinking they are reasons not to love ourselves, it's what happens when we speak our truth and don't try to hide from it. Recalibration comes after that. Recalibration is taking the compass back out of other people's hands. It's where we start looking at our lives and figuring out what we want to experience, who we want to be, what we value, and what we want to create. And because of the healing, we believe that we can be the kind of person who creates those things, and we believe it's worth the effort. When we've properly recalibrated, we have written our own terms. When we've recalibrated, we know what we're here for. We know what matters. It's where we get to start having a point of view. It's when we get to start creating things. It's where we get to start being artists and stop feeling like puppets. I was telling a neighbor about all this recently, and she put it so well when she said, Oh, you're right, where it gets interesting. The thing about sitting in that stillness, without your compass, without your oars, is that you start to feel the tug of where the current is pulling you. I kept feeling like I had to make this podcast, and even though it made so little sense to me, even though I kept pursuing other things that would actually bring in some money, it wouldn't leave me alone. Now I know, this podcast has been part of my healing process. It's a space I've built to learn how to listen to other people and to trust my own voice. Where I've started to say things I didn't feel like I had the right to say in a space where I have no control over who will hear it. I had a friend tell me recently that she thought this must be so easy for me since I was so used to people watching me on stage. Truthfully, guys, it's terrifying because it's me having conversations, me choosing the voices I want to lift up, me expressing my opinions, not a character written by somebody else, directed by someone else, dressed by someone else. But it also has nothing to do with me, and that's what makes it all possible to make anything I give a crap about anymore. I'm able to see how it fits into a larger whole. Opera is in an exciting reawakening right now. When I listen to artists and administrators, I recognize that feeling of being out at sea, suddenly without destination. The ways that we have to heal and recalibrate as artists are reflected in the way the institutions we've built to house opera, the industry, if you will, has to heal and recalibrate. I realized recently that the opera industry and I have a lot in common when it comes to healing. I remember when I first started diving into self-discovery, I had this moment where I realized that I was moving through life with a mirror held up to my face, constantly thinking about and trying to manage how other people were perceiving me rather than being concerned about who I was actually being and focusing on what's in front of me. 
The pandemic turned the performing arts industry upside down, and opera was no exception. And like many of the things the pandemic upended, the opera industry was long due for a shakeup. After creating some of the most interesting work completely on their own during the pandemic, the ways opera artists are seen as cheap labor or even a source of income for the institutions that were built to support them has got to end. After the conversations of equity in opera, the way we have made the art an elitist end unto itself, rather than an expression of something larger, has whittled away at opera's relevance and credibility for years. I always thought something was wrong with me, that I didn't love opera for its own sake. I love it as a beautiful form, a structure of storytelling that we can use to amplify experience, to get people to understand each other, to help us feel stuff, to heal each other and heal ourselves. And in opera, there is such transparency when we are telling the truth, it is moving and exhilarating in a way that is all its own. As a form, it is so unique because it has space for every other art form that exists. It could be the most relevant, most exciting medium there is, but not until it has space for all people to express. So this season... I'm talking to people who have dedicated themselves to healing and recalibration, guiding themselves to it, guiding other artists to it, guiding the opera industry to it. A writer, contemporary dancer, and artist organizer who believes it is a political act to learn how to sustain yourself as an artist a singer, activist, and life coach who is transforming our industry from the inside out by teaching boards and administrators what the deeper work of anti-racism looks like. A singer, actress, and teacher who is guiding other performers to find a deeper honesty in their singing and acting. A singer and career coach who is getting singers to think earlier about what their version of success is all while working to get schools to teach students to create, not regurgitate. A singer, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur who is diving into the deep work of inner healing to help other singers feel safe expressing their truth and seeing their worth. And two singers who sang on the top stages in the world and said, you know what, this could be done better and decided they were the ones to make it happen. As I am recording this, the season is not yet complete. Not all interviews are recorded that I dreamed of having this season, so stay tuned on who else is coming up. With this season, I've developed a new resource for artists, administrators, and fans in collaboration with the blog 360 of Opera, a compilation of artist-led podcasts about opera each with a short profile and a list of the host's three to four podcasts that are inspiring and informing their artistry. I figure one of the most powerful things we can do to heal and recalibrate is listen to each other. You can find that resource linked at www.makingitnopra.com, along with a spreadsheet of other resources that will help you while you decide what kind of art you want to make on your own terms. 
And as always, you can keep the podcast going by donating to Making It in Opera on Ko-Fi. Any support is greatly appreciated. And that's linked in on makingitinopera.com as well as on the show notes. The subject of healing and recalibrating is bigger than I had predicted when I set out developing it. And I'm realizing that these two things, they are the most important parts of our process as humans. And as artists, it shows up everywhere when you're going through it. I started to really notice my own recalibration last December. While I was preparing this season, I got my first gig since the pandemic started. A small solo gig as part of a Christmas concert in my hometown. I was invited by my former high school choir director, and my former church choir director would be on the piano. I remember driving down, shocked at how full and happy I felt. That I was getting to go back to sing for the people who first recognized that I might have something. But also that I was getting to share the sort of journey I've been on to find my voice, and that I was just happy to do it. You see, there was a time when it wouldn't have counted to me, where I would have wished it was a big stage and a big deal, where I would have been calculating how I could characterize it on my resume. But instead, I was driving with tears rolling down my face, just excited to do the thing, to make music, to connect. I don't think I've actually given a crap about my resume in over a year. It's nice to be recalibrated. Making It in Opera is a production of Sounds Like Cool Studios, LLC, with recording and editing by me, Gwendolyn Coolman. <laughs>